welcome back to Story Science with DJ Finley. I am, of course, your hostess, DJ Finley. Please ignore any background noises you hear. Uh, this is impromptu. She didn't want to do this. At <laughs> this home. is a car video. We just finished watching Shang Chi, and <laughs> I didn't think I would survive <laughs> to set up the studio. <laughs> Okay, so, oh yeah, Essie here. Oh yeah, and Essie's... This is not perfect soluble or try... Oh, it will end up that way. Probably. This is, what did we watch? (laughs) This should be a new segment. This this should be a car video segment. Yes. Where we go and see a movie, sit in the car, and say, what did we watch? Uh, <laughs> oh, you said you were going to start it with um, saying that the only movies we've seen in theater oh since the pandemic have been Chinese Di- or Asian Disney films. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's, that's true. It seems like every recent Disney film we've seen has been an Asian Disney film. Like, because we saw I Mulan at home. We rented it. We rented and then it. we saw Ryan in the theaters. And then we watched Shang-Chi. And it's like, okay, we need to break out a formula here. This is not going to be the entire podcast please no i refuse i was watching a disney asian film trying to pull off an asian movie and be saying please stop um, I, I i agree with the drinker i i it's like, yeah if, if you want to know what this movie's kind of like watch critical drinker because he kind of explains it it's this movie but it's also this movie yeah it's, it's this movie. my brain my brain didn't know what what, what was it because i kept it was like watching a more put together version of. I'm gonna take my seatbelt off. <laughs> We're parked. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> I'm not irresponsible. No. Uh, it was like a, a more coherent Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I guess you kind of call it that. <laughs> it was so fast. My brain hurt, and so we were leaving. We we went and saw it with Essie's boyfriend. Yeah. And, okay. I, and I was trying to figure out like what was what happened. And so I asked him, and he started t- describing the st- started telling what the story was about, and he was talking about Shang Chi's dad. You know, Shang Chi just. He didn't talk about Shang Chi. Just said like his dad, like this guy's these rings. He's been alive for a couple thousand years, and I'm sitting there going like, dude, the the person you are talking about should be the main character. Yeah. And Shang Chi's dad is supposed to be the villain. Which means there wasn't really he was a villain. Pers- he, he was too happy to be the he villain. Was, what was he? <laughs> he, was, he, he, he I mean, this, 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 okay, good, okay. I have to agree with everybody. I could not believe this guy ran this terror organization. No. Okay. If you if you had, had it where his dad was, um, let's think of another person who's not Donnie Yen. Um, like Yo Chung Fat. Whatever his name. No, I'm not even talking about the actor. That. I know that, but the character is like okay, because. The guy had too much of a puppy face, for my liking. Like, he, he could look intimidating at moments, but he had too much of a puppy face uh-huh. for most of it. And he was too much... He sold too much of the grieving husband for me to believe he was a crime lord. Like, even pre-meeting wifey, did he didn't look like a crime lord. He was kind of looking like a, this guy who was trying really hard to look serious. My problem was, okay, I could have I could have bought it, because I have met people in real life who are, like, they don't look intimidating, but then you, get, you spend some time with them and you're just like, oh, you're a piece of, insert word. <laughs> uh, this is a family-friendly channel. Yes. You know, so I, I, I was okay with the actor. Mm-hmm. My issue was the way he was written. Oh, yeah. Actually, I could take him more seriously when he had the long hair. It was when he cut his hair. That's when I was yeah, like, wow, like you... Chinese you, businessmen. Puppy Chinese businessmen. <laughs> but, like, uh, when he had the long hair, I could take him seriously. Like, okay, like in the in the flashback with the... Um, in ancient times when he had the rings and mm-hmm. he goes and does the whole thing. I can take him pretty seriously then. But 
his whole thing, like, you talk about how dangerous this guy is, and, oh, he attacks them, and, oh, he takes our, their necklaces, and then it's like, family reunion, my wife is dead, but don't worry, I figured out how to get her back, and I'm like, I'm sorry, what is the show? <laughs> because the whole first part, the first part of this movie is actually not that bad. Okay, no, right. Correction. The part when Shang-Chi wakes up, gets mad at his alarm clock, to when they get picked up by their dad is not that bad. If you cut out all the backflashes, if you just cut out everything that shows any mystical kung fu magic stuff, if you cut out all that stuff and you kept it very grounded with, I'm basically the son of the Chinese mafia. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. Actually, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Your, your dad is, is an evil piece of crap. And your sister, uh, I actually didn't mind her being really good at kung fu teaching no. herself. I actually did not mind that because I thought that kind of worked well with the whole, like, their mom's from Magical Place, so maybe she was kind of like that, but they didn't play into that. Yeah. I And she's... I, I actually really like the sister's whole... She built this whole organization, and she was like... She was like their dad in personality, but she was like their mom and, like, other things, and then you had, like, the switch where uh, Zhang-Chi was like their mom in personality, but their dad in, like, other things. Mm-hmm. So I actually liked that dynamic between the, the brother and sister. And it was just when you got to the dad, and then he's like, I want to bring back my dead wife. I was like, hold on. <laughs> what is this movie about? And then we end with this CGI uh, fight scene. Which was, was seizure inducing in parts because I couldn't focus on anything. I couldn't focus on anything either besides thinking, well, I'm, everyone's right. The CGI looks really bad. Oh, yeah. There were parts like, <gasps> oh, the CGI looks so bad. You put this to pit, pit, pit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you spent money on that. You didn't spend enough money on that. No. Um, yeah, so like there, there was actually quite a quite a bit I didn't uh, I didn't hate like at the beginning like that one part. If you took out the magic mumbo jumbo, mm-hmm. I actually feel like I kind of liked this movie. If it was more grounded, and uh, I kind of wish the ten rings was actually like we have ten places of base because there's there's what seven continents. Yeah. Or like he took over. Also, they said he took over the world. Like I changed history as we know it. I'm like. <laughs> No, it didn't. Club, no, it didn't. Like, <laughs> no, no one did. Like, I mean, I, I agree with a lot of people who reviewed this movie who are like, yeah, how many secret organizations do we have that have been changing the course of history? You think they'd be fighting each other and everyone would have just blow up the planet by now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that's think, do you remember anything else? Okay, that's like a lot. All right. <laughs> I should have took it. I was... Okay, I actually had a notebook. Or have a notebook. It's in my purse right now. I was so close to pulling it out. I started writing down, kind of like what Shad has. Oh. If you watch Shadiversity, he did that for The Rise of Skywalker. I almost did that for yeah. this movie, but I had to pay attention to the film. Yeah, there's, there's no... You, you blink, you miss things. It's so quick. <laughs> yeah, it's like... I, okay, so this this film, my biggest problem with it is that there was no through line. No. Because every character has their own little unique thing about them, and also, like, they, they didn't build up anything. Like, this movie is so fast... And they didn't put any thought, or at least it felt like they didn't put any thought, into what scenes they did have. The only scene I actually kind of liked, to be honest, because it's like, okay, it's setting up stuff that we're going to need to have paid off, which they slightly paid off. So basically, characters who aren't going anywhere. Okay, so really quick with that. My protagonist in my one story, he his whole his thing is he doesn't know what he wants to do. He's 14 years old and doesn't know what he wants. 
He's, a, he's, he's the only boy. character in the story who doesn't know what he was. That's his point. <laughs> he's a 14-year-old and boy. And that's the first book. <laughs> and the other ones, he figures it out and goes after it. So he's no longer that. Okay. But he's the only character. Everyone else has a, I know what I want, and I'm going to try and do what I can to do that thing. He's the only person who doesn't have a thing, and he realizes that, and realizes, I gotta get a thing. Mm-hmm. That's, his, that's his motivation and goal thing. Because I got tired of people saying, your character has to have a goal, otherwise they're boring. So I thought, well, why not I make their goal? They need to find a goal. Because <laughs> you're like that. It actually works. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's what... Right, my point with that with Shang-Chi is the fact that no one had a goal. No. Like, the sister actually had a goal, but it did nothing. It had nothing to do with the story. It had nothing to do with the personality. No. You could actually take her goal, throw it out the window. Everyone's goals could be thrown out the window. The only person whose goal mattered was the dad. And I think that's why Essie's boyfriend mentioned the dad. Yeah. Because he was the only character who had a goal that had anything to do with the plot. That had consequences for everybody else. Yeah. And no one else's goal. I don't even really know what their goal was. What was Shang-Chi's goal? Uh, Where was he going? In the beginning of the movie, what did he want? Stay irrelevant. You know, because it, know. it would have been... Okay, because the, the scene I liked, okay. which has to do with this, is when he's picking up Aquafina and uh, to go to work. Mm-hmm. And everybody's, uh, you know, it's family life, everything's happening, you know. Mm-hmm very standard family. I have a family. I live at home. I, I, I totally get this part. Yeah. Uh, and then the grandma asks when they're going to get married. This normal. this would have worked if he was like, heck yeah, I want some of that. Mm-hmm. But Aquafina is just kind of not ready mm-hmm. for marriage yet. Mm-hmm. And, so that's, and so, yeah, it would have worked really well if before that scene, it has showed he wants an actual relationship. But she's not quite ready. Mm-hmm. You know, she's, she feels like, she feels like she hasn't lived, Mm -hmm. you know, she wants to go off and do everything and be everything. And, you know, she doesn't want to settle down and basically be what her mom is. Yeah. You know, but if it had shown that he wants that, he wants her, he he wants some of that. He's like, I want you, I want to be in a relationship with you. If the first part of the movie had shown, I want to be in a, an actual couple with you. Or AKA, I want normal life and you will help me get there. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting there. His whole thing needs to be, in the beginning of the movie, to get rid of all that backstory stuff. Oh my gosh. There's a reason prologues are, like, iffy in books. Mm -hmm. People skip over that because you you actually really don't need it. Especially since they're going to tell you everything again later in the movie. I lost count of exposition scenes at four. Yeah. I know I kind of to four. Uh, which is funny because... They made another movie within a movie. Oh, they did. (laughs) Anyway, and so... The whole thing is that um, it would have worked really well if his whole thing is like, I want a normal life. Mm -hmm. I want to be married. I want to have children. I want a decent job where I don't have to kill people. Mm -hmm. You know, I want want to put my past completely behind me and start... I'm in America. He goes to freaking America. Mm -hmm. He, He should be like, I am a whole new man. I am everything, you know, but he can't quite kick who he is and so I like the whole like it shows him doing push-ups and stuff it mm-hmm. showed him like doing a couple like workout stuff you know and doing things and he's kind of like he has really good reflexes and stuff he can't quite throw his past behind mm-hmm. you know that would have been a really good way of like showing that I did like the bus scene yeah I'll be honest I'll, I actually liked that I actually didn't hate him and Aquafina 
Huh? Aquafina was not the worst part of this movie. Oh, I was no. actually shocked. I was worried because everyone kept saying she was the worst bit. Maybe it just have a different taste. But... The only reason I feel like she was, I could see how people thought of her as the worst bit, was because everybody was in the same boat as her. Whereas, like, we're kind of here because the plot told us to be here. Yeah. They didn't really have a point to be here. But she was actually the most grounded character because she wasn't grounded. That was her whole point. She wasn't grounded. She's not ready for a relationship because she's not grounded and, you know, prepared mm-hmm. for a relationship because a lot has to go into relationships and she's not ready to take on that responsibility. And so it would have been interesting because, like, his whole thing should have been, I want a normal life. I want nothing to do with the Ten Rings. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of feels like, oh, I have to protect my sister. Mm-hmm. And so he goes to protect his sister. I liked his sister had her empire. I actually liked the empire because it showed she is like their dad. She has the ruthlessness and the business savviness of their dad. Mm-hmm. And her whole thing should have been, well, okay, I, I built my own empire. Kind of a thing. And showed how different these two are. So when you meet the dad, and then when you finally find out about the parents and everything, you find out that Shang-Chi, personality-wise, is their mom, and his sister, personality-wise, is their dad. Mm-hmm. That would have like worked so nicely, but the moment we met their dad, I felt like everything prior to... That part, when their dad takes them back to his hidden compound, mm-hmm. was pointless. Okay. Because the sister never brought up again that she wants about her fighting well, MMA for empire. the you-go-girl moment in the her bedroom. Yeah, but that was just this you-go-girl, like, oh, that's cool, you did something. Yeah, that didn't really do anything. You know, it's not like she's frustrated that, like, you know, I gotta get, I want to get back to that, I want to get off of this place. Also, by the way, we did not stay for the sister-ending credit scene. Oh, there's a sister-ending? Apparently there's another, another one. So we didn't say that long. We only watched the first um, with Captain Marvel. With yeah, Marvel and Banner and everything. So if we miss details with that, yeah, we missed that. We yeah, well, I'm talking Banner. about the movie. I know. I don't care about the <laughs> advertisements. I'm talking about the movie. Okay. But yeah, so the whole movie felt like it changed to, oh, now we are trying to get back your mumsy, and there's a gate involved, and you got an auntie who we did not bring up earlier, and also the aunt's talking about like she lived two blocks down from their mom. Because she's, like, talking to, like, she knew about her niece and nephew, and their mom told her to make them armor, which somehow she got their measurements. <laughs> and they're... <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> and it's, like, like, their aunt's talking to them, like, she lived two blocks down the street. Yeah. And she knows all this stuff, and, like, and by the way, Shang-Chi was, like, freaking seven. When his mom died, and now he's, like, in his 20s. And she has, like, this suit of armor for him. And she's like, your mom wanted me to make you a gift for when you came here. And I'm like, what? You made a freaking... Okay, a weapon would make sense. Yeah. But armor? Also, that armor is basically um, mithril. Yeah. Anyone else notice that? Basically. It's basically mithril. Yeah, red mithril. It's it's mithril. Don't know that shame on you <laughs> uh but yeah it's like okay <laughs> i just have to like look at my biggest thing is like you got dragon scales okay there's only one dragon in the area and where did you get those i did not mention did, did it fall off the dragon or did you rip them off the dragon what, what happened i don't know but i'm just like what the heck okay, okay so where are we in the store? You were on second thing. Also, they have this whole thing. I'm guessing it's supposed to show his dad's lost it, but I couldn't tell if their dad lost it or not. <laughs> That's how good this movie was. I couldn't tell where their dad was in mentality. Because yeah. there's this part where their dad's like, you just stood there and watched your mom die. And I'm like, 
He was seven. And according to the multiple flashbacks I had to suffer through, <laughs> he said you didn't train him till after his mother died. So what did you want him to do? I'm assuming that was supposed to tell us that his dad's lost it. Yeah. I hope. Maybe. but they- Also, that's the dumbest thing a parent could ever say to their kid. They had to have a tension moment to make sure she go come across That was dumb. I know it was dumb. That I'm was just saying, dumb. That was the reason it was there. Also, they missed an opportunity for a really bad A-line. Oh, no. What? Okay, so you know how his dad's like, um, I can, I, he says something about, like, I can see you're scared of me. Mm-hmm. Um, you're scared to fight me or something, and they blast Shang-Chi, yeah. and Shang-Chi, like, stops himself with a stick, and then they fight each other. But Shang-Chi's standing over him and does the whole, do you really think mom would want to be with you mm-hmm. line. Instead of saying that, which I'm just like, all you're going to do is take off your dad. He's, he's not going to listen to you. Mm-hmm. What he should have said is, I'm not trembling because I'm scared of you. I'm trembling because I'm ashamed of you. Yeah. Pull the shame card. Because when you're sh- when you're upset about someone or something, that does that has like a similar, not exactly the same, but like a similar, like, physical reaction. Negative emotions. I have a, I have a emotions to stars. I've noticed that negative emotions have very similar. Very similar. Physical also, things. And so I'm just like, why the crap didn't you stand over your dad with your little sticky thing and say, I'm not scared of you, I'm ashamed of you? Yeah. That would have been way stronger than, do you really think mom would want you after what you've done? I'm like, dude, she married the idiot after he conquered the world. <laughs> what has he done different? And then he's like, my mom would be also, also, uh, Shang-Chi's talking about how he he killed the dude who killed his mom. And then he says, my mom would be so ashamed of me. She married the guy who took over the world. And he's a ruthless crime lord. What did you do? You killed one dude who killed her. Yeah. Also, he he went right back to his old ways. Mm -hmm. The same night she died, practically. Yeah. He didn't change that much. No. He tried, but no. I'm like... Hold on. All right, hold on. All right, um... (laughs) Because you have the you have the village elders being like, you know, we didn't banish her from here. We didn't want you, didn't here. Want you here. I'm like, okay, um, okay. one of my favorite lines. The village elders, I, 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 they have a point. One of my favorite parts of the movie was when um they're basically <laughs> telling him, yeah, you weren't wanted here, and his dad goes, oh, well, you shut up, you young man, and it's like because it's this old line. guy, and you have young looking um Shang Chi's dad, and it's like, okay, I, I do like this character. I'm really sorry about how you were written because I really wanted your movie or at least like a better version of this movie. I want this to be a TV. Okay, what's up with all these movies being like the highlight reel of a TV show? <sighs> I don't know. Because that's what all these movies feel like to me is just yeah. a TV show highlight reel. Well, it's Marvel. That's except for the next movie. I mean, it's like you can't you can't pick a story and just like go with it. Of course not. That'd be too predictable. Oh my gosh. It's like... Oh, man. I don't even know. I mean, that, that's my problem. It's like, I, I don't even... I'm not entirely sure what I watched because I don't know what the story was that I was seeing. I think the problem was is that I liked some of the setups of this movie. Of like, I liked the idea of you have this little kid who was raised seven to murder the person who... Son of Crime Boss was a good film. Yeah, Son of Crime Boss. And then once he does the one hit that he actually cared about, he's like, I don't want to keep doing this. Because the, blood, the blood thing was already paid. Yeah. You know, if you're going by, like, ancient tradition, his dad is right. You know, you, you um, avenge blood with blood. Like, that is what a lot of cultures have done. Yeah. 
you know and then a lot of people have done that one thing i really did like at least to set up for it i was really mad there was not much lead up to it Mm -hmm. but the one where he is sitting with alcofina and he says yeah i lied to you i actually did kill the guy like that scene was actually well acted like both those guys like that was actually a really well done scene no, Aquafina wasn't that but bad. But I wanted to actually mean something. Like, you see this guy, he has to, he's been fighting with himself for the whole movie because he is a lethal weapon. I was like... And he me. did kill someone. And he did kill a guy. Like, he actually killed a guy. He didn't... He went through... Well, that was hilarious it. because also, I liked Aquafina's reaction because she was like, well, your dad did all this, so... I'm like, <laughs> she has a point. Compared to your dad, you're a drop in the bucket, You're so. like nothing. But it's like, also, like, this is another thing. Like, every time we ran to somebody else, we had a, different, a cooler movie. Like, you find out, my, sis, my sister built a, a fight, a cage fight ring at the age of 16. Why that movie? My dad basically conquered the world, but did a secret, like, now has been, like, incognito and has this giant crime organization. Why that movie? My entire, like, thing mm-hmm. where I'm a living weapon, and I've been trying to, like, stay under the radar, but now I have to come out of hiding to my sister. Why that movie? Like, no, we got soul snatching demons in a dragon. Yeah, it's that. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the ending... The ending, it, it, it's one of those weird... Okay, I've noticed this a lot in, like, recent storytelling. This, this is where I think the whole concept of bringing balance to the Force kind of fits. It's... If you have a big setup, you need a big payoff. Okay. If you have a, a little setup, you can have a little payoff. Or you have a little setup that comes into a big... You can have a little setup that comes into a big payoff... And a um, big setup that comes into a big payoff, okay? You cannot have a big setup and little payoff, okay? This is what I'm talking about. Little setup, ten rings, he stole them from something. Mm-hmm. Everyone says he found... See, the dialogue said... Okay, all right, um, FYI, I've studied a little bit of Chinese. I am not fluent. Oh, no. I am zero fluent. Um, but I understand enough that I was able to, like, just kind of skim... Read. I could skim it. Okay. So I think I misread a couple things, okay. but so correct me if I misread anything. All right. right? That, this is why I have Essie here. <laughs> uh, she's here to correct me because I know I'm going to get things wrong. All right. Whatever. Uh, he said that it said that he stole the rings from a tomb or he found them in like a rock or something. I say origin unclear. Yeah. He, he got the rings somehow. Mm-hmm. I was expecting that to come into play at the end yeah, because he got right. the rings from something. Okay. So this, this is what I'm talking about. All right. That is a little setup. That little line right there, that is a little setup. Little setups are good for big payoffs. There is nothing wrong with a little setup for a big payoff, okay? The big payoff has to have something to do with the setup. Because mm-hmm. they're talking about, oh, the, the, the Ten Rings are the only things that are powerful enough to destroy Free this gate that will release the, the big baddie thing. Mm-hmm. First off, there are way too many big baddie things that can destroy the world. If there were that many big bad things that could destroy the world, the world would be destroyed. Yeah. Fun fact. Like, I know you're a comic book place, but... Honestly, the world would be destroyed. Yeah. End of story. It would be destroyed. Or the human race as we know it never would have happened. We all would have been that one... We all would have been like Wakanda or that one fight place thing. We would not be living in ignorance. There is no, There is no reason to keep the human race in ignorance. Nope. If there are that many world-destroying monsters, why the crap is the world in this much ignorance? This is one of the reasons that makes no sense. You know, because especially when they're talking to their friends about, like, 
Because, like, I'm, I'm watching this movie, and it's just, like, they're talking to their friends at the end of the movie about, like, look what we did. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you're mocking us. I'm like, no, no, no. if there are that many things out to kill the human race, you should all know about it. I mean, you referenced the freaking snap. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, maybe this is possible. Maybe? You should be, after the Marvel movies, you guys should not be acting the way you are. Like, everyone is acting in this movie like people act nowadays. Yeah. They should not be acting the way we are currently acting. No. You know, you guys survived Thanos. You guys, like, survived all these things. You guys survived living in the Marvel Universe. You survived having New York being blown up every five minutes. Yeah. You guys survived all of this. There, there's, no, there's nothing surprising to you anymore. Nothing. At all. But it's like, okay. So, like, the Ten Rings thing. A little pay, a little setup. The payoff needs to make sense with that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Because the Ten Rings, the first part of this movie, did not set up the ending of this movie. How do I know the first part of this movie didn't set up the end of this movie? Because we got an exposition scene during the third act of the movie. Yeah. If you have an exposition scene or any moment where your characters are trying to throw in information that you did not gather earlier, you need to rethink the plots. Because... Fun fact about the third act. There should not be exposition or new characters. No. And people are like, well, it's okay. We'll, we'll just quickly shoehorn some stuff. But no. The third part, the last part of the movie, the climax of the movie, is supposed to be, we know what's going on. We know the stakes. We know what we're up against. We know, like, um, what everything is. Now we just got to defeat the bad guy. That's the third part of your story. All right? If you have to give exposition in the third act of your story... You need to go and rethink the plots. Or how, or at least how you're structuring it. Because I felt like this whole movie was out of order. I mean, okay. To give you an idea on how out of order this movie was, we watched a freaking Stephen Grew movie. If you don't know who Stephen Grew is, look him up. We were talking about one of his films. We need to record that that movie. We will get it. All right, now we have to record that. Yeah, we have to. We mentioned it. It's called Unexpected Race. And Essie was telling me how that movie felt like it was out of order. Compared to this movie, that movie's in chronological order. Oh yeah, compared to that one. Or like, <laughs> it's decent story structure order, and Stephen Grew cannot tell a story for crap. But at least he understands, like, relevant information, yeah, kind of. like Yeah, this should happen here, this should happen here. Mm-hmm. You know, at least you know you're getting close to the end of the movie when you're watching one of his films. I, this one, I felt like we're, I was sitting there for four hours. Yeah. And it was like, because I'm sitting there watching the ending, and the reason the ending had zero impact on me is because there was nothing leading to this ending. No. It just kind of led there, with a lot of exposition. The whole film, like most of, most of the movies I've seen recently, is exposition. The movie, yeah, it's like every movie nowadays. Yeah, it's like, and I've even seen this bleed into books too. Like I, I'm having a really hard time reading a lot of um, books nowadays because it's just exposition. The book, and I know what you're all thinking. You know, it's like, well, isn't that what storytelling is? No, exposition is when you have to dump a whole bunch of information at once, very clunkily. That is expo- exposition. It's the, I know you have questions moment. Yeah. And you do not say good question for another time. You should never <laughs> say that. Uh, Screw you, Orange Beach Ball. <laughs> yeah. Screw you, Beach Ball. Um, yeah. So it's like... Oh my gosh. Sorry, what is this movie? But it's like... Yeah. So so basically what my point is like... Okay. Uh, so there's a Ten Rings thing. That, that, there's a little setup that you get a big payoff mm-hmm. at the end. A big... Uh, set up that she get a big payoff at the end is the freaking will they won't they relationship between him and Aquafina. Now you're probably thinking, well, that has nothing to do with saving the world. That has everything to do with their characters. 
His whole thing should be, I want a normal life. That normal life is Aquafina. Mm-hmm. You know? And maybe the reason he is attracted to her is because he was raised with that whole, you know, crime-fighting boss thing. So a girl who's kind of wild is someone who he can actually handle. Mm-hmm. Because... And also, they show him looking very timid about stuff. He should be able to handle her, mm-hmm. considering everything he's been through. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's like, because um, maybe you could have it where he's not so much like he's like, constantly freaking out mm-hmm. about the stuff she does. It should be he's more disciplined than, than her. And so he tries to have like a strong hand in the well, relationship. He it, but you can see he's actually like just pulling up a front half yeah. the time. But I think I like the idea of like can be more disciplined, and she kind of like breaks him out of it. Like mm-hmm. he should kind of be enjoying. Like he's like scolding her the whole time, but you can see he's enjoying the Ferrari ride or whatever the sports car yeah. was. I didn't notice the make. Mm-hmm. Um, but like he should like he could be scolding her, but you can tell he's like well, he's scolding her. He's actually having fun. I mean the fact he does put up with the karaoke. It's like come on. Yeah, it's so, like he puts up with her because he he likes he, he likes her and he wants her to be herself, but he still has that very disciplined background. I think that would have worked really well. Mm-hmm. You know, with him, and show having him show like a very disciplined background, you know. But he like tries to like put up a, you know, I'm I'm the nice harmless guy. He need, he really needed some better dialogue. Oh yeah. Also, the dialogue, all the dialogue in this film, I couldn't find a single line in this film that was an exposition. Because oh even God. his girlfriend's like, I've known you for this long. Like, come on, oh we've been friends God, for this. So Who says that? You know me for ten years. I don't even know how long I've known half my friends. I don't sit there counting how long I've been with my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, like... Right, you have to say something like that. It's like, after all this time, really? Or something like, like that. Like, seriously, you've told me how long? Yeah. That, that's all you have to say. I don't even... I don't have to know how long. No. Because the movie told me later how long it's been. It's been 10 years. Everyone keeps telling you it's been 10 years. Oh, okay, got it. Got, got it. it. Right. Got it. 10 years. Beautiful day. Yeah. Got it. Got it. You know, the, and that, that's, that's the reason... Okay, this, this is another thing. You can always tell your, ex, your dialogue expositiony if your characters are constantly repeating the same information. Yeah. That's a clue. Trust me. Is a, it's a really good clue. But yeah, that, that is a huge clue that your dialogue is probably really bad, is if your characters are constantly rehashing the plot, or you're constantly bringing up new plot points. Because you can actually say a lot with very little. Mm-hmm. You know, like saying, how long have you known me? You know, and how, like, and how the character reacts to that sentence. Also, Tell us had how had long they've known you. a million backflashes with mom, you could have actually had their like <gasps> relationship more. Also, you have this whole scene with her Also, everything family. was a motivational speech. Oh my gosh. Their mom was nothing but a motiv- motivational speech coach. Yeah. And then her aunt kind of took And there's also all this... Okay, also, this is another thing that drives me crazy. Where it's like, the person walks away from all of their power, and then they get freaking killed. <laughs> and it's like, you know, if you kept your power. Because it was like, there's nothing more important than family. Well, clearly there's something more important than family. You didn't die before you had the family. <laughs> so it's like... You know, because the whole thing is like, look, family. Also, you didn't think oh. maybe we should have more security because I did have me a million em- em- enemies. Yeah, it's like it's like if I had only kept the rings, I'm like, or if you maybe like, I don't know, I had a Google house or something. Like, I mean, like, it's, it apparently, like it's, it's at the same place um, that your hidden resort, hidden base is now. Not so hidden, is it? I did not realize. Oh my! They live in the same house. Everyone now knows your address, you idiot. <sighs> Like, is there a better secure? Because you have, like, scissor hands, or what's the freak is that? Yeah, that's such... Oh, my... Oh, it's the same spot. I didn't realize that. I realize, well, the same this is why Essie has to go see these movies. <laughs> I mean, if that were he just built the same house with the exact same stuff, with the exact same... <laughs> the exact same titles with his daughter. The exact same titles. <laughs> so it's <some> everything. <laughs> oh, my God. But... Uh, I, mean, see, right, 
by the the dangerous bamboo forest. Yeah, right by the bamboo you. forest of death. But my biggest thing is that I mostly when I, when I walked out of the theater, one thing I said um, to Finley was I would like this movie if they took all the Marvel stuff out. She's like, well, it's all all Marvel. Stuff. Yeah, which part? Be more specific. But, but <laughs> like, if you took um, like if it was very much like this is about a crime boss family, maybe you have some mystical elements. I don't know. I don't care. It has mystical elements, but it's like very much like kid escaping path because the whole the one speech I kind of liked that never tied back in was when Michelle Yeoh talks to Shang-Chi about um, you you can't get rid of both about all of you. You have to embrace um, your good and your bad sides. And stuff like that. Like, if someone actually write a freaking story where you have to have use both of your skills at the same time to beat the bad guy, please tell me where these are because honestly, everyone keeps throwing out crap. But it was all about, like, you have to embrace that you are this big badass, but you also have to do more balance and stuff. Like, you have to learn, like, to open your hands and stuff because she has a whole open the hands thing. It's like, stuff like that. And then he has to face his... And then he has to like, no, the only way to end this is to kill my dad. Then find a way not to kill his dad. Or something. I don't know. But, like, go martial artist movie, but actually embrace your martial artist Also, movie. what did his mom see in his dad? I know! <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, she whipped your butt! They're all talking about how wonderful his Benzi is. And I'm like, she's this wonderful person who married one of the... Biggest a holes in the universe. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yep. Someone like she she turned the biggest bad a in the she universe into, into a guy who chills and watches Netflix with his family. Like, what am I? Wa- okay, I need that TV. Yeah, that movie. I yeah. need that film. But yeah, it's like yeah, and also it's like they're they're talking about like well because. When, when the people, when the bad guys come, they're humans. These are normal humans. They yeah. beat up this mystical lady person who gave up her powers to get married and have kids. And she's talking about how, like, she gave up her powers to have something more important. And I'm like, well, according to your, your sister, when we get to uh, Magic Place, uh, you weren't exactly giving up uh, anything. You, you could have had your powers and your family because clearly you can, you can find a guy there. Mm-hmm. Get married and have kids. So why this guy? Yeah, it's, it's, that's basically my point. It's like, okay, so you give your power so you could get killed in the most um, Disney style. With yeah, not in a blemish on her. <laughs> her hair is done. It's immaculate. Her, her face. Her is white amazing. clothes are white. There's no tear. There is nothing like. You can't no even wrinkles. have her like face down in the snow. You're like, no, it should just be on her back. Her, like laid out, you know, peacefully. Yeah, it just got beat up. And maybe more. And her kid's like just dogs. her kid's just slightly tapping her. Yeah, her kid's like <laughs> he's not even like holding her or something or like, no. or like clinging to her. One thing in I want to do, way. I want to smack because like I really want because I, I, I like sibling relationships in stories. I really want more of the relationship between the brother and sister. Yeah, especially like during that part, like the mom point blank says, "Protect your sister," and so that's one of the reasons he didn't go there because he's like either blocking his sister from watching this. Or like just yeah, what was the sister this yeah, whole time? Yeah, what was she doing? Was she just playing in the back room while this was happening? Probably. And then like do something that way you can see like the I didn't need you because that would hurt. Like he did all this stuff to protect his little sister. And yeah, he's, yeah. Al- he's always felt like he was protecting his sister. Yeah, and then she says, "No, I didn't need you. You ran off. You will twerk." Yeah, and stuff like actually make I, that. I, hurt. I had to like I had to be be strong on my own. Something like that. Like there you, was, you ran away to America. There was, no, there was not enough scenes. There was like no scenes. Actually, there okay, two of them. Okay, all right. There, there were okay. It wasn't that there wasn't there was there were too many scenes like it because th- this movie there were no quiet scenes between the two. They never had like a time they actually sat and talked. The only time they sat and talked was when the whole empire scene should not the whole I built my own empire scene that yeah. the sister says mm-hmm. should not have been to Aquafina. That should have been to her brother. Mm-hmm. 
you know, when they go to talk before the, the bad guys attack, mm-hmm. where the Ten Ring dudes attack um, after the fight. So they, they, have, they have this cage fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, this this is the most incoherent thing about. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Go watch the... Okay. Wait till it's free on Disney+. Plus. Watch the movie come back. <laughs> okay, so after he fights his sister, he gets reunited with his sister after 10 years. And then after the fight, he says he's not going to fight her. And... Uh, they meet up in her office mm-hmm. area, and they're talking. That whole part of I went and built an empire should have happened there, mm-hmm. or around there. Actually, they should they should have just slowed the crap down oh and let him spend some time at the Fight Club. Yeah, with his sister, and she says that at some point. Yeah, I got destroyed like way too. I need to see her empire. Yeah, all we saw was an office building that was under construction, and I'm like, okay, cool. Is this? Like, are you keeping up the construction persona? I'm assuming. Assuming so. You are, or or is this actually under construction, and like you're gonna have like this cool MMA mm-hmm. thing? Well, this is like illegal or something, but it's like, it's like I don't, I don't know. I okay, I don't, I don't know everything. Actually, I would like some more information on this, but yeah. So it's like we had nothing between the siblings. Mm-hmm. We had nothing about the romance, and I'm not saying this because I'm a girl. I mean, I I'm okay with. I can watch a movie that doesn't have a romance in it. Yeah. I watched several movies that I very much enjoy that don't have romances in them. Uh, but the point is, you have freaking Aquafina there, whose her entire point is she is his girlfriend, or could be girlfriend. Yeah, she is that. She is that normal life he wants. She is the, the entire symbolic, physical, you know, there symbol of what he wants. Mm-hmm. And also, that could have been he could have been a great parallel to his dad. Yeah. You know, he has that dark past. He meets this girl who is clean of that, mm-hmm. has none of this. But, you know, she's... Because his, his mom comes from a whole warrior race. So you could say that that could have some impact on the guy she chooses. Because she's from an uh, entire... We'll, I'll get to that. She's from an entire race of people, or whoever they are, group mm-hmm. of people who fight. So... Maybe she sees him as a great prize Maybe. because he has all of this, but then her village hates him. So that was very unclear. So then, then they didn't know each other that there's more. So there's that and plus whatever relationship they did have. Yeah. But like, because girls, girls like guys who they, they feel like can protect them and, you know, you know, support them and stuff. But so she, she whipped his butt. So yeah, she whipped his butt. So it's like, that doesn't, that doesn't really help with that. But I'm just saying that there could have been a cool parallel between Shang-Chi and his dad where they both went after pure women who haven't done anything like they have done. Mm-hmm. And they both want to put aside, because like Shang-Chi's dad at one point in his life wanted to put aside everything he'd done and just have a family. And yeah. grow old and live happily ever after. And that's what Shang-Chi wants. There should have been a scene between father and son discussing that. Even if it's like in a threatening way where like, dad is yeah. threatening Aquafina. Uh, yeah, and it's dad. like... Your your son is doing what you did, yeah, many years ago, twenty ish years ago, and you're not gonna notice that, you know, you're not gonna be like this girl's not worthy of you, and you're and you could be like why because she doesn't have a kill count, and also, I I really I don't know what the chemistry was between mom and dad because there is mom comes from a uh, group of people where everyone learns to fight, mm-hmm. guys and girls, okay. Also, I guess it's a matriarchal society because they mothers and fathers, sisters and brothers. Why should be fathers and mothers, brothers and sisters? Yeah. Whatever. I probably shouldn't comment on that. Um, Got it. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. 
Uh, yeah, it seemed very matriarchal in the other world. But I was trying to figure out, okay, why does this culture train the guys and the girls? Because oh, okay. I kind of have to side with most people who say, why would you have girls in a war? I'm a girl asking this question. A five foot, barely weighs anything girl. Mm-hmm. Well, five foot two, technically. Let's <laughs> add my two inches in there. I would be crap in a war. Fun fact. I admit it. I have done MMA. I have done martial arts. I would be crap in a war. I'm actually a very good shot, though. I could probably be a sniper. But, like, I've seen that look at these girls. I mean, I've been to Asia. China, uh, Tibet, Taiwan. I've been there. I was stocky. Mm-hmm. All right? that That's literally what people called me when I was over there. I'm stocky. I do not look. I am extra petite in America. Mm-hmm. If I'm stocky in China, these girls don't stand a chance. All right? And so I'm sitting there going, like, um... Maybe don't. Yeah. Also, another thing. Auntie mentions that they have basically Wakanda in their realm. Yeah. She's like, our cities are far more impressive than anything well, you could have. Well, that was before the giant pearl people ears tech. First of all, why the crap haven't you been breeding? <laughs> are you spending so much time fighting your girls are full of testosterone? No, seriously. All right? If you guys used to have cities that would put New York to shame... Or any other, like, amazing... I'm pretty sure there's a city more interesting than New York. Beijing, Shanghai, any of these. Like, if you guys had cities... Also, where's the wreckage? It it probably got grown over. This wasn't happened centuries ago. It's a nice little wall art telling you the past. Again. (sighs) Yeah. Lots of exposition. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It should have been called Shang-Chi and the Legend of Exposition. (laughs) Of ten expositions. (laughs) Ten exposition scenes. But yeah, so I'm like, okay, so this happened ten thousand, right, a thousand years ago, right? She said a thousand years ago, this, or I'm gonna say a thousand. No, they were four thousand years. His dad was a thousand years. Okay. Okay, so she says this all happened four thousand years ago. Where's the breeding? If you guys had cities that were cooler than New York four thousand years ago, they got wiped out. Why wasn't the first thing you guys did was start breeding? Especially if you have to defend against giant you have like, tentacle cute, monsters. You have a cute little village that is smaller than the village I stayed in in Tibet. That's embarrassing. And that place was teeny. Alright? Like, what, 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 what were you doing? Are these the same people are these the same people from 4,000 years ago than his dad's, like, whole, you're younger than me, boy? That, no. 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 <laughs> no. If you guys are generations later, you guys are idiots for making your girls... Do the, you can train them to fight, fine. But, um, yeah, you'd have a very patriarchal society. <laughs> what, what thing <laughs> That's the first thing you'd be doing. It's wait. like, girls, I know what you're, I know what you're here for. Wait, wait, wait a second. What? Were there any kids? Yes, there were kids. There were kids? There okay. were kids. How do I know there were kids? Because we brought back Trevor, and he was oh, yeah. teaching them how to do stage plays. Also, by the way, the kids disappeared during yeah. the fight. Anyone mm-hmm. else notice this? Yeah. Oh, I, by I, the way, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt that they hid the kid somewhere. Also, Ben Kingsley was one of the best parts. He was actually the best part of the movie. <laughs> That's embarrassing. I actually did really The enjoy. freaking fake Mandarin was one of the best parts of this movie. That's embarrassing. He was the worst part in Iron Man. Was it three? Yeah. He's the best part of Shang-Chi. Yep. That, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Even the little headless thing. Um, and was it Marvin? Marvin. Mar- what was his name? What was his name? M- well, Mo, Mo, oh, what was his name? I was say it's Morris, just for the Morris. 
Is it Warwick? Is it Morris? I don't remember the name. That guy. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Ben Kingsley was the best part of this film, yeah. actually. Yeah, he's, he's teaching the kids about drama while everyone else is fighting. I thought they were doing football. <laughs> or, well, he's a drama person. Because oh, yeah, he's a stage left. Oh, he did? Okay. Or some stage right, stage left. It was kind of hard to tell, so I wasn't sure if they were trying to learn football or they are doing a play. It was kind of hard to Yeah, tell. so they have these eco-tiny children, and he's like, yeah, you only see the kids, and I think that one scene, maybe another scene. Okay. Maybe another scene. But, like, they keep disappearing whenever action starts. Okay, well, I guess they know how to <laughs> So maybe the kids have, like, figured this out. But, yeah. And so I'm sitting there going, like, okay, so, all right, uh, uh, let me, okay, let me see if we've got this straight. So, you, okay, so you guys had cities. Mm-hmm. And then you lost your cities. You didn't bother fully repopulating. Like, okay. Because even, even if you do the whole, you know, one girl to a guy, which would be really stupid if you had both more girls and guys, it's like. Polygamy does serve a point. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> this is not me being a conservative a hole. This is me being logical. All right. Okay. And I'm not that conservative. I'm, I'm libertarian. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, it's like no. If if these things came and soul snatched all of you, and your whole thing is we got to protect this scale door, mm-hmm. wouldn't you want to build a metropolis? Mm. You're not the Amazons. You got guys. You got girls. You got four walls. You guys can solve this problem. Okay? Just say it. And it's driving me crazy because I've sitting there the whole time being like, there should be more people here. Mm-hmm. You guys are the whole like, that thing is destroyed. It's the end of humanity as we know it. Then where is your army? That isn't even a, what is it? A platoon? Was it? Um, Company? Whatever it is. Whatever it is. It's not... It's, Unit. Like, you're what? 50 people? Probably At best? Maybe a couple hundred even then, like, you're... Like, no, and then we saw it in the movie. There was, like, what, 50? Mm-hmm. I didn't even bother counting, but, like... I don't know, they kept fluctuating. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, no, that's a good point. Uh, also, okay, we, we had a Henry VI moment. For any of you who watched our previous reviews. There was a part in this movie where the advanced Kung Fu Society shows up to crash the party with crossbows! Crossbows that, that shoot ropes, like electric ropes that tie around. They don't even kill you. They doesn't shoot, shock you. They shoot little ropes and you, they just sit there um, electrocuting you. I guess they tickle you to death. I don't know what they do. And I literally started laughing. Like, my boyfriend was looking at me going, what's wrong with you? And I, I like, lost it. I was like, just still laughing hysterically. Uh... And it's like, we're sorry. Like, we managed to stitch up pretty quick. But it was like, wait, what? why? I think other people brought this up. But it's like, why do you have crossbows? You can have the machine gun. What is wrong with you guys? Because Marvel thinks that guns are primitive. Oh, my flipping gosh. I'm not kidding. I know. I know. You told me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've seen Black Panther. She hasn't seen Black Panther. Yet. She doesn't have the guts to see Black Panther. I've seen, like, oh gosh, I, technically three Marvel movies. Yeah. Uh, all in the beginning. I asked her if she wanted to see Black Panther. She decided to watch Who Killed Captain Alex, which I think was a better choice. <laughs> it was also free on YouTube. Yeah. And, yeah, so it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, and so, like, the, the, the bad guys show up. They have tiger swords. Electric taser tiger swords yeah. and crossbows. And they're facing off against an army of about 55, with 60. With dragon scale that, spears. With sticks. With sticks. 
I mean, okay, Shad has an entire video about how the, the stick is not a bad weapon. I guess to gun, I'd say a stick is a bad weapon. Yeah, especially at range. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, like, it's so cute. Like, you got, you got, the, you got the people. Also, that would have been actually kind of cool if he had, he had like, a, a machine gun. And the machine gun does nothing against their shields. That actually would have been interesting. Ball. You wish you could have had a standard of, like, how tough this stuff is. Like, they realize their guns won't do squat against mm. their armor. That actually would have been really cool. Yeah. Because then they would have had to use the hooky things. Yeah. The, the tiger swords. They have to get up close and personal. Yeah. Because he's like, just kill them. Like, after his fingers, just kill them. And they shoot and they have like a, sh- a shield wall. Mm-hmm. And does absolutely nothing. In fact, it ricochets and kills a couple of his men. That'd be funny. And then he's like, oh, we're going to do this all Although, one they did. Yeah. And then he like blasts them with his rings. Well, he didn't even blast them with his I rings. Know! He just tells his men, deal with them. And I'm like, I mean, okay, which dude, is very bad you deal with them. I mean, I mean, it was cool, like, having him walk across just, the battle. He just, like, you're not worth my time. That was, alright, that was cool, but I I saw him, like, blast the one group with his rings. Yeah. And I know he's, like, he's busy, but it's, like, you can spend two seconds and blast everybody. Yeah. Prove your... At least knock him over, Wyndham. So your men just have to go in. Okay, what I did appreciate is that Shang-Chi <laughs> actually saved the day. Because all the crap he kept getting whipped around this movie with every other girl like whooping his ass. It's like he actually, also one other thing. thing. Everyone so was talking was about bad. how you know his girlfriend is the bestest ever, or his sister is the bestest ever. Like the the first best off, ever. we only see his girlfriend shoot one shot. Yeah. In the entire fight. You didn't even see her uh, because, loose. Okay, it's just... that's what they thought was funny. They didn't let her go up against his dad's men, but they let her go up against a giant soul snatching monster. Priority. I thought that was funny. And secondly, okay, yes, she does shoot the monster in the throat, yeah. but she doesn't kill him. No. And that's the only shot we see her do. Yeah. We actually see her on screen do. The other time, she just stands with her mouth open. She didn't do anything. Like, she literally just stands with her mouth open. Mm-hmm. My sister, she did quite a bit. But, like, so they had these training montages. I mean, at least they had, like, a training montage. But I was sitting there uh, watching it. I'm like, the funny thing is, is that, okay, speaking of someone who's done martial arts... Um, I'm not great at it. I haven't dedicated as much time to it as I probably should. But, like, the whole time I'm watching the uh, the part where they're training at the, the pretty generic um, fantasy land, mm-hmm. all I'm thinking is what my one jiu-jitsu teacher said, which was, it's, it's, I don't remember the exact number, but it's basically, like, it's better to fail against your uh, teacher 10,000 times than it is to win against a bag 20,000 times. Because every time you fail against an opponent... You get stronger because you learn something new. Oh, don't do that. If I feel this kind of a pressure, it's better to do this. If I, you know, you, you learn every single time. And if you make the same mistake, you know, you realize, okay, I need to, to fix this. You know, you, you, it's okay to make the same mistake twice. Mm-hmm. There's one thing you mentioned to someone, because I, I remember um, he brought it up because somebody made the same mistake multiple times. And the one guy was kind of annoyed with himself. And my teacher was like, look at the bright side, you recognize that you may, you're making this mistake, okay? It's not great you're still making it, but mm-hmm. at least you recognize it, and each time you do it and you re- remember it, you're going to get better. And the guy actually did get better several lessons later. You know, he's, he stopped making the same mistake. And, uh, and what my teacher's point is, is that it, when, you're, when you're training against somebody, which is why sparring is such an important part of learning to do martial arts, and I think it's why I like jiu-jitsu over doing kung fu forms, was because I actually picked up the moves faster because you are actually, I, mean, I could do two man forms. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason I could learn two man forms within a week, but I could learn single forms within like six months <laughs> is because I actually had that. Thing. I wasn't, I never actually memorized the two man forms. It was more, don't get hit. 
<laughs> and so I would block, but the logical thing to block was the move you were supposed to make. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I'm sitting there watching Shang-Chi. And my shoulder just popped. <laughs> sitting there watching Shang-Chi, and I realize he is actually going to be stronger at the end of this than both chicks. Because his sister is facing off against very deadly standing still bamboo. <laughs> and his girlfriend is shooting at a target that doesn't move. Yeah. He is fighting against his auntie. Yeah. He's getting one A teacher. Train. Yeah. He is, even if she is whooping his ass, he is actually getting much stronger and much more experienced and much better than the girls because he is getting that one-on-one. Mm-hmm. All right? And I was sitting there watching that and I'm just like... Why aren't the girls getting more, like, actual, like, why Why doesn't his girlfriend get a moving target to shoot at? Why doesn't, yeah, why, does he, like, the why doesn't, how come his sister, if, 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 if his sister is allowed to actually fight out in the open, yeah, she goes to why, why doesn't she have an opponent? Yeah, why does it more like, she's so used to being by herself, she doesn't know what she's doing, like, she goes off to do it, and then, like, someone else is, like, um, shows up and, like, whoops her, and she's, like, standing there, and he's, like, you've only trained against the, you know, or so, even if, like, she just joins so with the group, so you back. see her sparring with other people, kind of like how Katie is off doing stuff with a group of people, even mm-hmm. though they're all should be on stationary targets. But it's like, she's still with a group, while she's yeah. not by herself fighting with the bamboo. And it's yeah, like, and it's not even uh, moving. It's not even like, yeah. it's, like it's on a, like, a robot thing or something. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just, that's one thing that really, like, stood out to me and that no one really mentioned. And I think it's because most people who I've watched review this show haven't done martial arts of any kind. And it's just kind of like, yeah, it is, like, it is better to fail and learn, you know, with experience than it is to master something that's not going to uh, make you stronger you know it's it's that weird thing where it's like because chong chi i actually didn't mind him getting his butt handed to him because it, it, it did kind of show oh these people are more dangerous than him mm-hmm. but he should and i like that you see him getting better against his aunt and everything but you really should have seen more of a growing progression where it's like the first people his dad sends after him are his lower lackeys mm-hmm. and he whoops the ground with them and then, like, it gets stronger and stronger and stronger, so he gets better and better and better and better. Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, I don't know, I just, I just need a through line. Because yeah. I, I don't mind characters getting their butts handed to them, just, you know. Also, there really wasn't a moment where they lost. No, not really. Because they lose their pendants, like, the very beginning. There, the there was no, anything. there were no story beats. No. Anyone notice that? It was very much events happened. Stuff happened. It wasn't even events. It was stuff. Like, everything just kind of moved. Like, okay, this is another thing. Why are characters no longer allowed to make decisions? Nope. It's just, oh, the plot needs you. Well, I guess we're going to go there. Like, n- no one made an actual decision. No, Nothing had weight. I'm not just talking about the fact it was all CGI. Nothing, like, literally had weight. No stakes. No character motivations. Nothing. Okay, what about what, what decision? What was the decision? I don't know. Pick a point. I don't know. Alright. We're like an hour into this. I know. (laughs) (sighs) Should I just post this? Not even edit it? (laughs) Hope not. It's going to be nasty. Okay. Okay. Alright. A decision. Alright. Sean. Okay. Sean Chi, for instance. What what did he make a decision on? Um, You can't think of one, can you? (laughs) Maybe I'm going to go to what was it? Macau. Macau and protect my sister. Maybe that's a decision. Maybe that. He made the decision to not go home. He made the decision. I'm talking about in the plot. Like the plot. in the story, in the movie, 
I mean, in the here and now part of the movie. But even then, like, he has to dump postcards, so that's kind of a prompt. He didn't even, like, go, like, last time I heard about my sister, she was here. We didn't even know that postcard was from his sister no, until he just, just said that. You, you just need to show the part with him and his mom making origami to get the stupid origami reference. Yeah, and it's like... <sighs> he also doesn't think twice some guys attack me around the same time my sister sends me a postcard. Awkward. Something? He doesn't think about it. Yeah, it's not even like it was part of the mail and you see it when he just drops on the table and moves on. It was not like one of those, like, he's been sitting in the background. No, he's been, like, thinking about it. He wakes up as the first thing he grabs. Yeah! It's been there, like, since part one because we had to clean the corporation and stuff. And it's like... Yeah. Something? I don't know. I mean, we don't even have... he He literally just brings on his girlfriend and the audience. He has a sister. It's not like we know... Also, I think we didn't... Okay, all right. This is another thing. The backflashes came before the set. It was like they had the payoff before the setup. Okay. So you see his sister training before we see her fight. Yeah. When shouldn't it be... We're, we're shocked with him that she can fight. And like, then she says, I've been training myself. Yeah. In the shadows. Yeah, you just see like she's been... But we see everything. It's like, it's literally... Like, this movie is literally out of order. I am not even joking. This movie is out of order. Because the payoff comes before the setup on most of it. Yeah. A good 90% of this film, payoff, um, setup, payoff, setup, payoff, setup. You see a problem with there? You know, it's like, we're going to show you that his, his sister, okay, all right, um, a, a show that actually does this well, Ninjago. Yeah. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Ninjago. We, we know Nia, if you haven't seen Ninjago, you're going to be very, very lost, warning. Nia is the only girl in a group of guys. Mm-hmm. And she is not a, not a ninja. I'm talking his first season. Forget the last, that one season. Um, she's In the first season, she's the only girl. She is their tech. She has tech support. Mm-hmm. She is basically Q. She tells them when things are, are going crazy. She, she, put, she does all the computer stuff. Because we see her do all of the computer stuff, and we kind of see her... Uh, she becomes a samurai thing. She builds herself a mech suit, and she builds herself all of this other things, and she can fight. And she, she can train and stuff. First off, she actually has a training course thing to play on. While we do know Nia is the samurai mm-hmm. and the boys don't, it makes sense. We don't see her train. She just has the mech suit and she has everything. When she runs into her brother Kai, and he's like, how the crap did you learn all this? We never taught you. She's like, well, you guys are always gone and, you know, I was bored. I was lonely. I didn't have anything else to do. We know a couple of things. One... She is living with a bunch of dudes who have a training course. Mm-hmm. Two, she has actually been watching them, and she can figure. She's very smart. She can figure she's things out. She's to build their gadgets. She builds their gadgets. So the fact that she's also like, there are things I cannot do, and I need electronic help. So she builds electronic stuff that do what she physically cannot, which makes sense because we know she's the techie. Mm-hmm. All right. So this is like. So you could be saying, well, it's like that because. We got the payoff before the setup. No, the payoff is the guys finding out. Is the oh, yeah. The setup is the fact that she could do it. All right, switch over to Shang Chi. The payoff is the fact that she's been training. The setup is that she whoops his butt in front of a whole bunch of people. You see the problem here. All right, if she whooped his butt, let's say you did not know that she'd been practicing trying. Uh, martial arts. 
right? Let's say, like, he's the only one who's been training. She was not allowed to train. He tells his girlfriend that she can't do any martial arts, yeah, kung fu. So if he actually, if he actually set up, she can't do anything, and she whoops his butt. The one would be like, wait, what the heck? And then when he asks her about it, she says, I will be practicing in the shadows. Yeah. It does. Also, it's been 10 years, bro. Yeah, and it's been 10 years, bro. Like, she, she could learn stuff in 10 years. I mean, you, you what? Like, you learned, see, so you had seven years. She had 10 years. You had plenty of time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's like. Six of those, she was moping over you. So. Also. Anyway. <laughs> well, she's been training herself before yeah, then. True. So she's had a long time. So she's actually had more training than him because if she was training around the same time he started training. Yeah, she had quite a bit. Plus the 10 years he stopped training. So she would actually be better at fighting than him. Mm hmm. Technically. But that makes sense. Because it's like, I've been training. I've been watching you train. I've been watching everyone else train. I've been training the shadows. And then there's the 10 years when you weren't here and I had to protect myself. Yeah. So actually her being his butt makes sense. Also, she's super ticked at him. So her being his butt also makes sense there. Yeah. So I actually didn't mind that. But what I'm saying is like that, the, the order of events in the story doesn't make sense. Because it should be, she doesn't know how to uh, fight. I have to protect her. I am her brother. She whoops his butt. And then it's like, you weren't there for me. I had to be there for myself. Yeah. Which would also stain a lot more. Yeah. All right. In Ninjago, the payoff is the guys finding out. First, it's Nia's brother. And then it's the rest of them. Right? Mm -hmm. And the whole point is, I'm the only girl in a boy club, and I'm not even part of the boy club. I just build the tech for you. I needed to be able to do something, too. That was her payoff. And the boys realizing, oh, she can do things. With her brains and talent. You know? That was the payoff in Ninjago. It's a completely different payoff. We do need to see Nia doing this. Because mm-hmm. the payoff is the guys. Not the fact that she can do it. Yeah. In Shang-Chi, the fact is she can do it. So, the payoff is... I've technically had more years than you to train. Because that's actually 17 years of training. Yeah. If she's been practicing around the same time her brother has been um, training, because he had seven years, so she'd be, uh, have been training around then. And then there's a 10 years on top of that. She has 17 years under her belt. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of anger. Yep. He has rage issues. He doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. So technically, her being better than him makes sense in that aspect of the film. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. I did not hate that. No. My one issue is, is that we we don't see her practicing with anybody. She just practiced against bamboo, which is like. I mean, I guess especially like in the Fight Club, you assume that. She's well, okay, that's what I'm saying. Weapons. Like, I'm okay with like seeing like with the Fight Club because it's like we don't know that in between part. Like mm-hmm. she was training the shadows, and also I'd have I give him scars. Seriously, you know, I would train the shadows, and then I was out in the real world. I mean, also, okay, one thing. Also, he should not have recognized her right off the bat. He hasn't seen her in ten years. Yeah, last time I saw her, she was a little pipsqueak. Yeah, she was a little tiny child. She was still a pudding person when he left. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he should not recognize her. There should be something like the necklace. Something. Something. They're fighting. He sees the necklace and realizes the person he's fighting is his sister, and then he stops. Yeah. Also, is she, why is she using her real name? They call him Bus Boy. Why is she using her real? <laughs> That's name? true. They did use her real name. That was weird. That's true. But yeah, I didn't... Oh yeah, I didn't notice that, actually. But yeah, so it's like... Yeah, it should have been... He doesn't recognize her. He just goes into the ring. There's this woman. She's got, like, some scars. Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, battle scars. You know, tough So why does he have any scars? I don't know. Every time he got, like... His, his dad, like, disappointed. It's like he had this, like, cut on his cheek. Why doesn't he... Yeah, why doesn't he have that? Yeah. He doesn't have the... Cut on his cheek. Anyway, but yeah, she should have some scars. And then she's like, well, you weren't there to protect me, so I'd put myself... I, I trained in the shadows... 
And then he got into the real fights. Yeah. Something. That would have hurt. Because his whole thing is, I have to protect my sister. Yeah. And then she doesn't need me anymore. So I kind of lost half my... <laughs> also, you ditched, dude. Um, you also, <laughs> it's like, okay, so my sister doesn't need me. I don't want my dad. So there's no, really nothing holding me back from building the life I want. Like, except Come on, Katie. Let's go. You know, <laughs> and then you can find some reason for him to stick around. Yeah. So, or maybe he finds out his sister does need him or his dad does need him or something needs him. So or he needs to clear, he needs to face his past and clear it up or something. He, there is no through line with this movie. No. So that's my point. The only reason it was there. Okay. No, I know, I know what the, I know what the through line, I know what the main character is. Who? It's the dumb bracelets. That's the only part anyone gives a crap about. How much screen time do the dumb bracelets have? They look a lot. Because, like, you introduced them. Like, ten okay. race, mysterious past. Then the, the reason why Shane and Shizu beat the bag at the end. They are in the end credit scenes. Like, they are the thr- The only reason we have this movie is to have some dumb beaking, which is probably going to step phase four or phase five or whatever the hell Marvel's doing now. I don't care. It's like, those dumb rings had more personality. The reason they think this whole movie was this is because we needed MacGuffin. McMuffin? Yeah, McMuffins. We need McMuffins! That's the only reason this stupid <laughs> film is here, because we have more McMuffins! Well, we, we gotta set up uh, the next uh, Marvel Universe, so... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't have the Tesseract. Yeah, we don't have the Tesseract anymore. So we, so. Need, we need jewelry. We, we need bracelets. We, we need bracelets. It's, it's a girl franchise, and, <laughs> and girl, girls like jewelry. Okay. I mean, I, I actually thought those rings looked pretty bad. Eh? I know, but I want a set. Nice. Like, that actually does look pretty sweet. Oh, <laughs> uh, did we cover everything? I'm trying to. I'm sure there's more, but I don't know if I have enough brain power. Plus, I don't know how long your phone's gonna hold out. So, would you rate this? If we did a perfect salvage of all trash, how would you rate this? This is how nice I feel. Because technically, it's a salvageable for me because there is elements of a half-decent plot in there. If you and cut it the up. were pretty solid. Like, this, even though how much I've heard of how so, some characters didn't have as much presence as other characters. Which is true. Everyone, yes. A lot of char- like, the actors still did a good job with what they were given. They tried. They tried. They tried. They, 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 they put their heart in they, they They gave it their all. Even they did. Even though the script didn't give them nothing, very much. They, they gave it their all. So I would give it salvageable because I at least want a cool crime boss movie out of it. If you ripped this movie to pieces, you'd probably <laughs> salvage one out of that. So, I'm going to say salvageable. <laughs> you got that face. <laughs> I really want to say salvageable. It's, what was the category between trash and salvageable? <laughs> trash and salvageable. Uh, oh, crap. What was it? I forgot. Attempt? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I tried. <laughs> fart sniffing? <laughs> uh, just... If you want a good Chinese story that takes place in San Francisco, go read the Daosher Chronicles. Yes. The first book is called The Girl with um, Ghost Eyes. Yeah, The Girl with Ghost Eyes. I'm currently reading the second book, The Girl with No Face. Those are good. Yeah. You know, they're they're not amazing. It's not they're not like incredible literature, but they're way better than this. They're focused. Yeah. That helps. Um I do agree with Essie on the there. There's a good movie. It's like four good movies. Yeah, you probably could. You could rub anybody from this plot, and if you actually like went through their stuff, I even I even think Shang Chi, the character, is salvageable. Like, yeah. you know, he he he's got the one side of him that's his dad is the I fell in love with someone who is not is nothing that I was, mm-hmm. and I want a different life with her. That that that's actually really cool. 
idea, and the, the movie did nothing with that. Yep. The, the movie, it's, it's just a, a big lot of flashy nothing. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I'm hesitant to say salvageable, because it kind of is, but it's not. Yeah, it had stuff, but I only say salvageable because it's like, I mostly next my brain was trying to rewrite the plot every time a new character walked on. Yeah. It's like, well, the guy in the mask, he was the, he's the guy who pushed him through all the training was the reason for all this. <laughs> yeah, they had, stuff. there was no... That guy died, like, really quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was so pissed. That was hilarious. That was the one death I was really mad about. <laughs> yeah, because I wanted to see him face off against um, Shang Chi a bit more. Yeah, I wanted there Kabuki was, mask and there Shang Chi to There fight. was a lot. Well, they, they had one fight. And one fight. That was like, pretty good. Like nothing, because it was like, there was nothing. There, there was nothing. Yeah, this, this movie is it's flashy, colorful nothing. If you want, if you like that. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. You'll like it. Her, her boyfriend did. He thought it was great. Yeah. Um... I like more substance and through lines. So, I mean, if you want an excuse to get um, get out of the house and go to the theater, go for it. Uh, I'm actually tempted to do a let's look at this communication-wise once it comes out on video, like borrow so it from... It. Yeah, borrow it um, from Top Hat. Yeah. And actually see... the Because, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I, we might have... Might I have to go out. with lesser salvageable. It, the only reason it's not in trash is story-wise at least is there there were four movies in this one film yeah that i think i could have given a uh almost perfect to because there were some good scenes oh yeah there's some really great scenes. that had absolutely no weight because there was no nothing behind them yeah nothing behind them so yeah, that was um, that was that was Shang Chi or Shang Chi or whatever you want to call it. It's American knockoff of Shang Chi. Yeah, Shang Chi. I did appreciate the Chinese words pronounced correctly. That was nice. Even Ben bad. Kingsley didn't do too bad. I know. I was, I was impressed. Great. It was good. I mean, okay, I did like the Mandarin joke. Okay, yeah, that was scared good. by a guy with the freaking orange. I mean, that was half funny, but yeah. Yeah. That's you know, humor, right? So, we might talk about this movie again. So yeah. stay tuned. Yeah, you come back, but, anyway. but this is on night of seeing it thoughts. Yeah. So I actually might just post this. <laughs> anyway, uh, we, we apologize in advance. Take care. Uh, More to come. Bye. See ya. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this content, make sure to follow on your favorite streaming platform. For all news and information about upcoming shows and what I'm up to, make sure to follow me on Facebook. If you wish to contact me to tell me either your thoughts on the episode you heard, or to give me suggestions on future podcasts, or maybe you'd like to co-host with me in a future podcast, you can either message me through Anchor, Facebook, or you can email me at Inc. All links are in the description box below. Make it a great day, and I will talk to you later. Bye!